1: A Mercedes-Benz
0: on the road
1: again.
0: Here are your hosts,
2: Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Dana Southern and I'm here with my friend and business partner, Gary Green. And collectively, we are Your Car Insiders. We work for you and exclusively for you, looking out for your best interest and your best interest only, whether it be in the purchase of a new or pre-owned vehicle, whether it be a lease, a conventional purchase, or if you're paying cash, we're here to guide, protect, and make sure that you get the very best deal possible with the least amount of brain damage possible. You know, good, and morning, it's, and
1: it's, good morning, Gary. Good morning. And it's funny because once again, I, like I said last week, I found out there's a computer next to me in the office so I can look at these articles that we find on MSN. So when we find these articles, we're not making the stuff up. We're reading the article. Now, when I was a kid, we used to go watch Monday Night Football. And for every beer you bought, you got a raffle ticket. And at the end, they would raffle off a brick. And I'm not kidding. It was a brick. And they had a 19-inch black and white TV. And the person who got the brick was allowed to throw the brick through the 19-inch black and white TV when Howard Cosell was doing the post-game interviews because most people couldn't stand, you know, you had Don Meredith and Frank Gifford and Howard Cosell. Now, Dandy Don, there are certain things that when I see on TV about the car business that make my skin crawl. Okay, one of them is when they talk about Carfax,
2: when they talk about what True Car does. Gary, before you go further, please forgive me, but what makes you crazy about when they talk about, let's start with Carfax. It's
1: it's nothing other than a publication to give you some information about a vehicle. There is no guarantees. I can send at any given time vehicles that have five or six thousand dollars worth of damage at the auction and they're sold in a
2: total resource sale and the Carfax is still clean. Now when he explained what he just said, that means that there are vehicles all over the valley at independent lots and in some cases at new car lots where a vehicle's been bought at the auction that has physical damage on it and sometimes it can be extreme, sometimes it can be not as extreme, but it's clearly been hit and
1: hit And remember for- this, when you when you see a dealership talk about this and they talk about the cars that they sell and they write the verbiage like this We only sell vehicles with no accidents reported to Carfax what does that mean, Gary? It's not reported. Doesn't mean that the car wasn't in an accident. It just wasn't reported to Carfax. But another one of the things, and and I've said this before, when it comes to leasing a car, there's nobody that I know that understands how a lease works better than Dana. And
2: so, and there's, I'm sure, many people that do. I, I just truly do have a very good deep, understanding, deep understanding.
1: So, when you see an advertised lease special, and it shows you the top of the line model. And then, at the last second on the TV screen, it says, model shown this, model is this for the lease. Now, I see the same thing sometimes on the internet. And Dana can't see the screen as well as I can because the computer's right next to me, but here's one of the things that I get a kick out of. This is an MSN Auto article. Get a lot of car for a little cash this spring. They start talking about leases with payments less than $200. So, you don't need to shell out hundreds of dollars per month to lease a new car. There's plenty of new car lease deals will only cost you $200 a month. Some will cost you even less. Where does it say how much money down and how much are the fees required and how many miles... Does the car li- is the lease limit you to? So the, they talk about these leases. So here's a Honda HRV with a hundred and eighty nine dollar a month payment. So let's just say it's one eighty nine. What's one eighty nine plus eight percent sales tax? Two hundred three. Okay, twenty two ninety nine. Do it signing. Does that include your fees?
2: No, in fact, it doesn't include the sales tax on the 22.99, which is your first fee. You have to pay sales tax on anything you put down. Then you have your first month's payment. Then you have your plates and registration. Then you have your dealer documentary service fee. And then if you're in Arizona or at least in the Phoenix metro area, you then have whatever the dealers already added to the car to raise the price because there's not a Honda dealer in the valley that doesn't put a second sticker on the car to raise the price.
1: Now, here's the next one. Now, they're talking about lease payments less than $200, so here's a lease deal on a Chevy Colorado $199 a month for 36 months, 10,000 miles a year, $5,109 due at signing.
2: Which really means, instead of that long diatribe I gave you, it really means about $7,000 out of pocket. Now, realistically, if someone were going to lease a vehicle and lease an inexpensive vehicle and try to be on a budget, what are the chances they're in a position to come up with five or $7,000 down? And on and a only 36 drive, months? what's $7,000
1: due to your payment?
2: Almost 200 a month by
1: itself. Here's your Ford Fusion, 199 a month with 1999 due at signing. Once again, the 1999 is the down payment not including the fees. Next, Toyota Corolla. Now, this is a $139 a month payment. It's 12,000 miles a year. It's 2500 due at signing and it's an LE model. Every one of these leases that we're talking about so far has been on the entry level model. Now there are certain leases that you see sometimes that the dealer doesn't order the car that way.
2: Well of course not because there's no demand for the entry level version with no equipment. I saw an ad just this past week that is not too dissimilar to what he's describing and it was like on a Ginobili, what's that vehicle? The Ginobili, What? which vehicle's it, the Ghibli, it, the Maserati, yes, the Maserati, right. and and they have it, lease it for like this really low payment of like eight seventy nine a month, but it's, it requires like ten thousand out of pocket, and it's seventy five hundred 7, miles a year, a year. Yeah. and 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 without boring you further, that that's how they're getting you in. That again, like Gary mentioned at the end of the last show, and. We try to make it as crystal clear as possible. The advertisements that you see, they are designed to get you into the dealership. And if you do not read the fine print, unfortunately, you end up going in blind.
1: Now, you have the Kia Nero; they have for one hundred and seventy nine dollars a month, which is thirty four fifty. Jeep Compass is only one hundred and nine dollars per month for twenty four months which 3459 now 3500 on a 24 month lease is going to change the payment 170 at least now Hyundai Elantra GT 2199
2: 199 a month His, Mazda CX3 $199, 199 a month Gary as as he's saying these 1999s and these different numbers again at the risk of being redundant that's not the down payment that's the cash down then you pay sales tax on that cash down and let's say it's eight percent so it's like 160 bucks then of course you have to add tax to the monthly payment but that's not until you've made the first payment out of your pocket paid the plates and registration out of your pocket, Played the dealer documentary service fee out, out of, of your pocket, pocket, and then everything that they've already added to the car... You Comes have, out of your pocket. Or you don't get the car.
1: Now, the next was a Buick Encore. Now, General Motors, actually, in a lot of their lease deals, you have to currently be leasing a General Motors product or currently be leasing, in some instances, a competitive model.
2: That is absolutely... A fact, and there are many programs for many manufacturers where they advertise leases with the best possible payment. But they do have a criteria, such as Gary just described, that you're currently already leasing one, that you have a conquest lease, you know, type circumstance. They they have different stipulations often that you couldn't possibly qualify for unless you did indeed. And so for people to go into a dealership based on reading an advertisement and think that they're going to buy a car in relationship to that and or go in by themselves and and not understand that they could just save that time, realize in one phone call to Gary at 602 525 one three seven zero that this is what they really mean, and if this is what you want to pursue, let's pursue it if If this is not what you really mean, why don't we try to find what you really mean
1: you know it's 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 i we use that phrase sometimes a fly in a dealership, and one thing I don't like about the dealerships today they've made these giant open showrooms, and you can hear sometimes things people say to the customer or the salesman. Now, I sat in a BMW dealership one day, and it cracked me up when I heard the guy say, "Well, I know that the car's advertised for 459 a month. Whatever it was, and it was 10,000 miles a year." And this is what I and what he expected was he wanted that payment on an $8,000 more expensive car than the car was advertised. He wanted 15,000 miles, not 10,000 miles, and he didn't feel he needed to put any of the money down to get to the payment, and his exact words to the salesman was, I know you can do it, you just don't want to.
2: And may I interject, um, the gentleman that was sitting in the BMW dealership near Gary, that was having the conversation with the salesperson explaining to him all the things that Gary just shared, that that gentleman didn't have a clue. He couldn't buy a clue, he could get lost in a crowd of two. That's not how it works.
1: You know, and, and, and it's all about, it's advertising. It's how you get there. So we went to the home and garden show. My wife and I were looking at something, and we met a gentleman who was talking about this, and my wife was looking at new spas for the backyard. And it was just kind of funny because one thing we decided was if we were going to do this, we wanted a spa with two loungers in it. So two that you could actually recline in two spaces. Now, remember, we're going to talk about this when we come back. But remember, 602-679-8324 to reach Dana. 602-525-1370 is my number.
0: Make a plan today to get your house checked.
5: Visit brightfocus.org to learn more.
1: Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 96 of the Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Dana Southern. You can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324 very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. The point I was going to try to make when I was talking about the spas. So we spent quite a few minutes talking to one gentleman at the spa place that had a double lounger. And then we went to a second place that had a double lounger. And they talked about this and they talked about that and they talked about They were. I I appreciated the way they spoke to us. They didn't badmouth anybody. They just talked about why their product might possibly be better. So when you're looking at something and all of a sudden one unit has one pump, one unit has two pumps, one unit could have three pumps, one unit could be this, one unit could be that. We started to look and I finally looked at my wife and I said, Really? Really? Do we want to drop that much money on a want item when... Ours is okay at home. Now the problem with ours at home is it leaks sometimes out of a fitting, and sometimes it doesn't. So God forbid I got to take the garden hose, but this was the point I'm trying to make. when we went to the third place and we walked over, and there was the eight spas or nine spas in the location, and the five guys sitting around, and three of them were smoking, playing on their phones, and two of them and my wife had to walk up to ask a question, and she said to the young man. Do you, do you have a spa with a double lounger in it? Oh, no, man, we, we don't have that. Nobody offers that anymore. So at that point, my wife was done with him because, all well, she did and She was very polite. Okay, thank you very much. Now, she didn't turn around and say, well, that's funny because we just looked in two other places. If you're buying a car, this is the free advice for the day. If you feel for one reason or another, and you know for a fact that the young man or the gentleman or the young lady or the woman that you're talking to is not being truthful about something, stop.
2: You, you want to say, you know, as you say that in many cases, if you're in that situation and you've spent time with the salesperson you'll be able to read from their body language whether or not what you're hearing is true, unless they're new. But let's segue forward.
1: I got to add one thing. Go ahead. When we talk about leasing, one thing I was really good at when I was in the car business was they call one of two things, product presentation and a walk around. Now, we used to have contests at the dealership. And when I worked with Dana... At some point, he was either a sales manager in a dealership, got tired of the malarkey and came back to being a salesman, and we actually were on the same team for a short period of time while he was a salesman. And when we were on that team together, that team was the number one team in the dealership all the time. But they would come out and they would say, get your customer involved in the product presentation. So you could get $25, dollars if you could get a customer to hang on the door to show them how the hinges worked in a Nissan truck or a Pathfinder, you could get $25 if you could get the customer in the bed of your pickup truck. You could get $25 if you could get the customer on the ground looking at something under the truck. Now, it all sounds funny, but it's so true. The product presentation is the most important part of any car buying process, and it's 10 times more important than it was in 1988 and 89 when we worked at Nissan because of the technology.
2: And the unfortunate part is the, and this has statistically been proven in the past, and I'll try to be brief with it because I wasn't going to talk about this, but when people get a great product presentation and and I'll do modesty. I did a fine He did. Uh, that's where I was going. Now. I've uh, never. He, the, he, well, I, I used to take a nickel and put it on the engine block, stand it up on its side, and then rev up the engine to about 4,500 RPMs, and you could just watch the nickel stand there. Yep. I did a lot of things. And that to, was
1: in a Nissan Maxima, because what they wanted you to show was the
2: liquid-filled motor, motor mounts. Coupled with the fact of how smooth it was, but. To give you an example, way back when, when you think about how well cars are built, and I'm going somewhere with this, back in the early 90s, Nissan came out with a technology called IBAS intelligent body assembly system. They used to show commercials way back in the early 90s when the Altima first came out and they used to put champagne glasses if you recall and they'd fill them up and they'd start the engine and the glasses wouldn't even shimmer. Well, they had body tolerances because of the design of those cars that were less than one millimeter tolerances. You could literally run a BB down the seam and it would roll down there as perfectly as you could fathom. The reason why I bring this up is I just saw an article a little over a week ago that Tesla on their new Model 3 has improved their body panel performance or accuracy by 40%. Let me tell you what, that's garbage compared to IBAS. Tesla, which I've talked about, and I try it's our not- our favorite
1: company. <laughs> well, it, it's, it's
2: our favorite joke. Even though this has nothing to do with investing, this has nothing to do with how you should buy stock, not buy stock, but from the very beginning, this company, which makes a sexy car, there is no question about it. It was never, ever, ever going to make it. And it can't make it in its current structure. Now, he can get bought out, and somebody else maybe can fix it, but you cannot change supply and demand. You cannot use robots to build cars, which, of course, he thought you could. But, yes, to some degree, you can use as much automation as possible, but you cannot replace humans. Now, one thing that we always learned and we were trained and I'm going back 30 years
1: when we were trained, you don't bash someone else's product to make yours look better. You sell your product explaining what your product does, build value in it. Now, there were times, and one of the things, and I don't remember, but the liquid-filled motor mounts in a maxima and we put the nickel on and I did that as well and the funny thing was was as the you revved the engine sometimes the nickel would start to spin it
2: or would shimmer or spin both
1: go around and the people were floored by it now then you would talk about what was called crumple zones and where things would have the catch pins in the back of the hood. Now, if you showed that to somebody on an Altima or a Maxima or a 200SX, and the salesman didn't do his job at the Toyota dealership and show the customer that the Corolla had the same thing, it was called selling. So when Dana mentioned the the product presentation, our joke used to be it's 90% selling, 10% closing. It's a lot easier to close somebody in a car deal when the salesman looks at you and says, now you remember when I showed you this? You remember when I showed you that? You keep bringing up the items. The sad part is today, when you go into a dealership, there are instances you know more than the sales professional about the vehicle.
2: And more importantly, the people that are doing those presentations, good or bad, are working for them, not for you. Gary and I work for you.
1: Remember, you can always reach Dane at 602-679-8324. You can reach me at 602-525-1370. Very special thanks to Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale. Adam is a wonderful guy. They do a great job with all of our clients.
5: Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Hey guys, let's play some video games.
2: This new dad plays
0: video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric tons. Tell me buttons! His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns, and somehow falls. Get a just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will
5: take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Adopt US Kids in the Ad Council.
2: Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Just as another reminder: we do have a website. It is called YourCarInsiders.com we do have you know numerous i don't know how many but countless shows archived that you would be able to listen to our show is available on podcast and it's available on the 960 the patriot podcast it's available on soundcloud it's
1: not soundcloud anymore did they change somebody the name? told me they changed it it's it's not soundcloud correct
2: Omni, see, I learn every day. Omni Studio. I not just found sound that
1: out the other day from the guy that puts it on our website.
2: <laughs> Omni Studio. All right, please forgive me. And, and again, like Gary's mentioned many times, the easiest way to reach either of us is simply by phone. And Gary's number is 602-525-1370. And I'm going to pass it to Gary.
1: Okay, Dana, how often do you go to a dealership where we know somebody, but we go when that person's not working? Seldom. Kay. It's not because we don't go to specific dealerships, specific groups, for any other reason than it benefits you as the consumer. Now, I deal in, in the town, and so does Dana, with dealerships that are owned by Penske, AutoNation, sometimes Larry Miller. Very seldom, but there's a couple of the Berkshire Hathaway stores that I will go to. What I look at is this. The last places I want to go to are the stores that have the worst advertising practices. Now, we laughed about something this week because it was actually four years old, but the Attorney General went after a specific dealership, and what I liked about what they did was they didn't fine them. It was restitution for internet pricing advertising that was misleading. Now, if now the you sad heard
2: part was restitution, not fine.
1: What's a hundred and thirty thousand dollars to a car dealership that sells two to three hundred cars a month? It, is, it it, a, is It's it a it a dro- Is it a drop in the bucket? A really small drop. I, it's a drop. Now, the thing that we look at when we're helping you buy a car is, and Dana said it a million times. One of his, it's not how you get there. So when someone says, "I saw a car advertised for this," "I saw a car for that." Now I've been dealing with a gentleman for a couple of days. Really nice guy, and he knows what he wants. And he's looking for a used vehicle, and I'm not going to use his name, but I'll tell you what he was looking for. He wants a hybrid Avalon, pre-owned, less than 30,000 miles.
2: Probably of all the Avalons made, assuming he's not color specific, which he will be, but assuming that you just look at all the Avalons made, which is not that big a number, and then narrowed it down to how many as a percentage were hybrids. Probably 10 to 15% of all Avalon's made could even be a hybrid. Please continue. And then he says he wants certain
1: options and certain colors. Now, when you look online and you go to a manufacturer's website, just because a car is offered to be built a certain way doesn't mean the dealers order them that way. So he wanted what I call a lot of the advanced safety technology in the car. Well, in an Avalon, you had to go to a 2016. And he wanted a 15 because the way he liked the car better. And what I love about chatting with this gentleman is he, his understanding of the car. Well, you, So I said to him yesterday, what you need to do, you need to decide— If you want the car that looks ugly in your opinion to the front, but gives you the safety features, or do you want to go the year older and buy a 15 without the safety features? Well, maybe I'll just look at a brand new Camry. Maybe not a bad idea. So he found another vehicle and he called me about the car, and it's basically at a dealership that Dana and I won't step foot on the property.
2: Now We're not going to say who they are, now, but we're not going. Now, we have
1: the tools to compare pricing on cars. So when a car is advertised at $10,000 over the average MMR, I would have to say the car is overpriced.
2: And, and for clarification, MMR is the Mannheim market report, which is kind of like the auction report. Kind of giving dealers a sense of the value of the car and what they might pay, and he just said 10,000 over that.
1: Now, when you were the general manager of a dealership and you bought a car at the auction, how much before you put profit on the car is added to that price of that vehicle that you paid at the auction? Auction fee? Transportation? transportation shop? Shop? Pack. Pack, correct. And profit. You could be $2,500 over what was paid for the car at the auction.
2: Before you make profit.
1: Before you make profit.
6: Earnhardt Auto Centers is proud to announce the addition of Earnhardt Mazda. The team at Earnhardt Mazda, located at 15350 North Hayden Road in Scottsdale, is open to serve all Mazda owners and those who want a new Mazda. Come in today and let us walk you through our Mazda inventory, including new and used Mazdas with many different options. We are here to service all Mazdas and, of course, have genuine Mazda parts. Stop by the new Earnhardt Mazda today.
3: Remember when a small business needed a landline?
1: Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Dana Southern. Remember, you can reach me, 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. Very special thanks to the Earnhardt family of dealerships uh, located throughout the valley. Uh, They get it.
2: Well, I can mean, I, I, I say something? Yeah, go uh, ahead. Th- th- you know, when you say that, um, they, they understand that that when we bring a client to them, that it's not to help their gross profit. <laughs> they understand. Market share. Exactly. And the purpose for them and benefit for them, besides no advertising cost, is that they have a happy client. They may get fortunate and trade for a car. And they have a person that's going to give them a great survey. And they take small deals. Know that the dealerships. If you fight and go back and forth for hours and hours, sometimes you are going to beat them. You may beat them in one area. You may not beat them in another. But sometimes you, you
1: might win the battle. But I can promise you this: the war is won by the dealership. Nobody. I don't care who you are, Dana and myself, self included. We don't make the dealership do anything that they don't want to do.
2: We make them do things they don't like, but they
1: don't want to. They decide who buys the car, and I will tell you. When I was a sales manager, if I didn't like the way the customer spoke to my salesperson, they got to leave. Now they, I might, they made a state a while, but if I had that decision to, you know, and it's a lot of, you know, I mean, I sat in a dealership one day, and I'm going to say this out loud. I'm sitting. In a dealership and the customer is walking through the showroom and he says to the salesman, I haven't even begun to Jew you down. Now, he could have gotten away with it in a lot of dealerships, except for the fact I heard it and I'm Jewish. Okay, And it just it 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 it, it rated me to a point where I was annoyed. Now, we don't talk about religion, we don't talk about politics, and it bugs me sometimes when I see people on these social media things that own businesses and they bring out their beliefs in religion or politics. I have a friend of mine that owns a restaurant. And he talks about what he believes. Well, if somebody on Facebook doesn't believe in what he believes in, but sees it on his Facebook page, you're going to get hurt. But this is something that we're here to help you. The dealerships that we deal with, we don't go there for any other reason. Now, I helped somebody buy a car this week, and the sales manager doesn't know me that well, so he said, hey, I just want to let you know there's, there's 400 in the deal for you. I said, do me a favor. Rewrite the menu and take the 400 out that you're giving me and lower the price $400. He looked at me like I had eight heads.
2: That's because... There's only you and I, Gary, that do what we do. There there are plenty of people that theoretically, supposedly help people acquire cars. And that doesn't matter if it's a buying service, somebody of yours, somebody that you know that used to be in the car business. Those people are not me. They are not Gary. When he and I go in to assist someone, we are going to miss nothing As a reminder, we don't charge a penny under any circumstances unless we help you acquire a vehicle, and we are with you to make sure that you don't make a mistake anywhere, all the way through the final document that you sign, and under that premise, I can assure you that we cost nothing. If we collect four hundred dollars from you after assisting you, there's a hundred percent chance it came out of what we saved you. We did not cost you a penny. The fools or the people that think that and again, just so we're clear, if you were to call in and you have a deal that is so good that it's not beatable Go buy the car. We're gonna guide you to go buy the car. We're gonna tell you to go buy the car. But the reality is that ninety-nine out of a hundred times, ninety-eight out of a hundred times, that simply isn't the case. And and by not picking up the phone and by not calling Gary at 602-525-1370, it's just a question of how much you're going to lose.
1: You know, and like I said earlier, we're, we're here to help you. And I don't know if I talked about them yet, but very special thanks to Lundy's Pure Volkswagen located at 8801 West Bell Road. They're also a dealership that understands what we do. You know, when I, when I talk to people and I say to them, we're going to go to... Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale. Okay, we're going there because we're going to see the general manager. If I mention that we're going to see Rodeo. Kia in Avondale we're going to see the GM when I go to Larry Miller Nissan we go to see the GM
2: Virtually everywhere we go we're either seeing the general manager or the general sales manager or certainly the decision maker and that's why sometimes it's a bad idea to want to go shopping on a Sunday it's a bad idea to want to go shopping on a Saturday afternoon because the people that are the key decision makers in most cases
1: are gone. Now, here's one of the things, and this is probably, and I don't know what Dana's is, but my biggest pet peeve in the automotive world in my life is paying to fix my car. I hate it. I hate when my car breaks and I have to pay to fix it, which in other words means I am a giant believer in service contracts and i'm a giant believer in factory service contracts now there's a couple of companies that do what's called a third party and i mean it when i say a couple okay and i'm not talking about the ones that advertise on tv that or call say, you at your house or call you at your house so one of the articles that i found reads should i get an extended warranty on a new or used car. Now, people, I'll buy it later. I can promise you this, you will never buy it cheaper than if you purchase it at the time you buy the car.
2: Unless, of course, you're not with Gary and I and you might just get your head ripped off on that product.
1: So, what is an extended warranty? Some warranty provides offers wrap policies. Many vehicles come with powertrain warranties that are no longer than the car's bumper to bumper. The most important thing when it comes to a service contract on a car is knowing what it covers, what it doesn't cover, and what does the factory warranty cover. And one of the things I hate in the finance office is when you're buying a new car And the finance manager is trying to sell you a warranty or an extended service contract. And he starts telling you what the manufacturer is not going to cover.
2: And they start off by implying that it's only for defects in workmanship and materials. And it does say that in the book. And they do highlight it quite often to show it to you to scare you. If you service your car properly, if you do the recommended maintenance, then under no circumstances, if anything breaks on that car during the warranty period, will you not be covered? Now, here's in the second part.
1: Do I need an extended warranty? So he writes, and I'm not going to read the whole thing. Do you have the discipline to put a couple of thousand dollars aside as part of your emergency fund to pay for unexpected repairs? If the answer is yes, you can probably skip the extended warranty. Poppycock. So in other words, what he's saying, I'm going to put 200 bucks a month aside. I'm going to take $200 a month and put it aside instead of paying my Safeco insurance bill. So that in the event I have a collision, I have the money to fix my car that's wrecked instead of my insurance. Look at an extended warranty is exactly what it
2: is. It's an insurance policy on your car. And if you're going to buy an insurance premium, as Gary mentioned, I think last week, the the technology that is that is now available and all this new technology that is available in all these different cars. And I won't get into the myriad of different things that are available today that weren't back in the 90s, weren't back in 2000. But if those things break today, how much do they cost?
1: Right. Now, here's the other thing to look at. If you drive 15,000 miles a year and you're keeping the car for nine years, and the finance manager sells you a five-year, 60,000-mile warranty. You need to make sure that the warranty that you buy, it's the question I always ask you, tailor the warranty to your driving habits.
2: And unfortunately, finance managers will typically take the path of least resistance. They have absolutely no objection for them to giving you less coverage than, as I see it all the time, it'll be a six-year loan, and not and sometimes even a 7 year loan which of course I had nothing to do with because if you have to finance a car for 7 years you cannot afford it but getting back to what we were just saying the the bottom line is that when you are in those offices with the people that are presenting those products those people are looking out for them and their company first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and you somewhere down there below. I'm not sure where.
1: Now here's the other thing to consider. When you're buying a used car, okay now most warranty companies have what they call new car coverage. Then they have what's called used car coverage. Basically it's the same company, but what they're saying is you can purchase not only at a better price but better coverage on a car that is still under the factory warranty rather than buying a warranty on a car that's out
2: of factory warranty well and Gary as you say that there there are so many people that they think they're being smart by buying that one or two year old used car and thinking that they're saving money, but by the time the interest rate's higher, the car's almost out of warranty, they buy an extended warranty, they're unfortunately gonna have to replace, you know, tires and brakes and have major services sooner. Those people that think that they're being smart end up financing six years quite often paying too much for an aftermarket warranty that they should have never bought, or certainly bought a better warranty for far less, and they end up being payment buyers, and they think that they were smart by buying this two-year-old car, when in fact, when all the smoke cleared, if they just called Gary or myself, they could have left with a brand new one and not paid a dime more.
1: Now, here's the other thing that we're going to go through, and we're going to go through these kind of quick, but... It's important to understand who the company is that's backing the warranty. If it's not the manufacturer, is it a reliable third party? Is it a company that's been around for a while? What are the exclusions? What does the service contract cover? In general, you want to have an exclusionary contract. Even then, you'll want to go through line by line to make sure the expensive items that you may fail are not excluded. Exclusionary
2: policies will typically come with higher price tags than inclusionary. May may I clarify that, Gary? Just as you're listening out there, when he's talking about inclusionary and exclusionary, when it's inclusionary, it will say all internal, all parts, all parts of that system it will not have an a disclaimer that just spells out the parts that it covers then at the bottom or in some box on most extended service contracts it should have very specifically what is not covered
1: then the other thing you want to look at is where can the car be serviced okay some service contracts basically say basically say vehicle has to be, can be repaired at an ASC certified, has to be done at the dealer. There are even some warranties that give you a disappearing deductible, which means you're not paying a deductible if you service it at the dealership that you bought the service contract at.
2: Once again, who's backing the warranty? In some cases, you have to take it back to the same dealer that you bought the warranty from or the same company. That's something you need to know before you buy it. Where
1: should you buy the extended warranty? manufacturers back programs are typically only available at the dealership. Okay. How should I buy an extended warranty? Don't buy it by the monthly payment. Buy it by how much you're paying for the warranty. When can I buy? I'm trying to read something real quick. We always talk about buying the warranty at the time you buy the car. Remember, you can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. Have a great week.